Uh, we boast and brag about being the most trusted profession in the world, but it is because of every single hand that has made us who we are. And a lot of that is not documented. And a lot of that comes from the African-American community. So it's important for me um, to do that. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Rosa Donato, And I'm Marion Leary. And you're listening to Amplify Nursing, a Penn Nursing podcast supported by the Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Amplify Nursing features nurses who are leading the way in science, policy, and innovation. Our guests defy stereotypes, define practice, and disrupt convention. We highlight the breadth and depth of nursing influence on society by amplifying nurses who are pushing boundaries and breaking down barriers to build a new paradigm. Denitra Hampton has led a self-described life of divine intervention. A chance encounter with a Navy recruiter led to a 15-year career in Naval Intelligence Information Systems. Encouraged to pursue officer training, Denitra chose nursing and served the rest of her career as an officer in the Navy Nurse Corps. Upon return to civilian life, she stumbled upon a lecture that inspired her to become, of all things, a filmmaker. Today, we talk to Denitra about her Naval career, her passion for nursing science, and the importance of telling stories that need to be heard. Denitra, thank you so much for joining us on the Amplify Nursing Podcast today. I am super excited to talk with you. Thank you for having me. So I'd love for you first to just talk with us a little bit about your journey. You have a fascinating background. Obviously, you're a nurse, but you're also a filmmaker. You're a Navy veteran. And I'd love to hear how all of that sort of played out and led you to where you are today. Well, you know, nursing has always been a part of my, my family. Um, you know, every member, my mom, her sisters, they were all involved in healthcare in some way. And so I saw that as some type of segue into how I was going to ultimately, you know, lead my life. And so I went off to school. Um, I started out at a junior college in Texas. I'm from, originally from Texas and just went into, you know, healthcare. And then um, I saw this desk that said United States Navy. I was walking through um, the college campus um, dining hall and they were sitting there record, uh, you know, recruiting people. And I walked up to the desk and um, got all of the information about you know, what it meant to join the Navy. And that's how my Navy career started. I joined the Navy just have, having seen this desk. And once I got into the Navy, now I didn't join the Navy as a nurse. I came in the Navy enlisted, enlisted. And, and then, you know, served for 15 years as enlisted. And then a, a supervisor of mine, said to me, you know, you're, you're pretty good at some stuff. I think you need to be an officer. And so they introduced all of these different types of things that you could do. And I knew that I wanted to be a nurse. And so I submitted a package to be in the United States Naval Nurse Corps and I was accepted. And so then I ended up going to, to college, the Navy, this particular program, which happens to be one of the most amazing programs and um, the United States Navy allows you to go to school 
and uh, school of your choice and become a Navy nurse. And I did that. And I graduated from Hampton University School of Nursing. And I ultimately did 21 years in the United States Navy, um, did the remainder part from 15 years and then did the remainder part as a, a United States Naval Nurse Corps officer, but ended up doing 22 years total and retired as a lieutenant in the United States Naval Nurse Corps. So that's how I started my nursing career. And it was, you know, from the United States Navy military pedigree. So that's where I was born as a nurse. And then um, got out and did some civilian nursing, but ended up in this position where you and I are having this conversation. But the position of being, you know, what I do now um, that is a whole other story, but nursing just came about because I had that in my family and that kind of geared me, you know, toward where I am today. So I'm fascinated. You were in the Navy for 15 years before, um, you went into nursing. What were you doing in the Navy for that time? I was... I held a top secret clearance and I worked for Office of Naval Intelligence. I was information warfare. And then I became a nurse. My, like I said, my, one of my supervisors said to me, you need to be a leader. You need to go and be an officer. And they gave me all of these different packages. And I said, I think I wanna be a nurse. And that's what happened. Could you talk a little bit about what the Naval Nurse Corps is and what you did as a nurse in the Navy? Well, Navy Nurse Corps is its own um, entity in the United States Navy. It is, you know, um, nurses, all backgrounds, of course, but I worked in the ICU starting out. Um, well, started out in med surge, and then I went to the PACU and then ended up retiring as an ICU nurse. But I, you know, one of the biggest, um, I think one of the greatest things that I did in the Navy was having served in the Fifth Fleet. I was assigned to uh, be the clinic manager in Bahrain. And I always say that that was when I really became a nurse because um, I saw so many different things from um, the different soldiers, whether it was the gunshot wound to the head or, you know, someone just really collapsing in front of me with a pneumothorax. To me, that's when I felt like I became a nurse. I mean, I had worked the floor and worked as, you know, joint commission and all of these things, but actually going to the fifth fleet and serving in that capacity is when I became a, a nurse. And how does that lens of being in the Navy, how does that contribute to the work you did as a nurse or still do as a nurse? Well, you know, the military is its own pedigree, Marion. Uh, that's a, a, a part of me that created a leadership piece and it created a certain area in me that allowed me to move into a space such as nursing that you know oh so well about what it means to be a leader. And so all of that just kind of hemorrhaged over to uh, what I do now as, uh, as, as a nurse. And so after you were done your career in the Navy, 
Um, how did you transition into civilian life as a nurse? Um, I eventually, once I retired from the Navy, um, I have to say, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. I really did not. When I retired, I thought, okay, um, I'm going to go into to nursing. And I worked a little bit on the floor, ICU. And then um, I had this wonderful course that I had created while I was in the Navy. And it was the NCLEX study course. And I had been helping um, students in the Navy as well as outside of the Navy pass their NCLEX. You know what that is. And so that course did some amazing things for, for people that otherwise would not have been practicing right today on the front lines. Because I decided to create a, a certain area and it was only to teach students who had been out of school from maybe five years to 30 years. The longest students that I had had been out of nursing school 30 years and wanted to be a nurse. So I had particular students that I focused on. And so I created this process that um, allowed them to come back in and go get their license. And for me, I found out in this particular arena that it was nursing science, that those folk who could not pass that particular test were deficient in our science. And that's how I became such a huge advocate for nursing science. And I think if you follow me, if you follow me over years, you know that that has been the foundation for all of my work because it literally changed the lives of these nurses once or these students once they understood that what they were trying to do as a professional required them to have a firm foundation in the science of that profession and so that course breeded something that now has became a production company and still today, nursing science is the foundation of all of my work. And can you define what you mean by nursing science? Well, for me, uh, nursing science is why we do what we do. You know, I think that if you are a nurse and you are working in this profession, if you cannot clearly say why you are doing something, a task or whatever it is, giving a med or whatever it is you're doing, you truly don't understand the process of why we are the profession we are. I think nursing science is about applying everything that you've learned in that classroom to that patient who is sitting in front of you, but actually knowing why you're doing it. Not because you have an order, but because you truly know that you place that person who just had a liver biopsy on the right side because the liver is on the right side. That's nursing science. We hope you're enjoying this episode and we'll be back with more in a few minutes after this quick break. Hello, podcast friends. We at the Amplify Nursing Podcast are performing a listener survey and we want to hear from you. Please take a few minutes to tell us how you feel about the podcast. It will help us provide you a better listening experience. You can access the short survey on our website at nursing.upenn.edu slash podcast. Why don't we get into then, let's talk about 
what the work that you do now. And so you are a filmmaker and you have a film production company for nurses by nurses production. How did you get into storytelling and filmmaking? Um, the word that I like to use for that when I, people ask me that, Marion, is divine. Because it's nothing that I set out to do. Um, you know, like, you know, I always say nursing. I was just doing nursing like every other nurse. Um, you know, I have a little shop here, Nursing Education and Study Center, and, you know, students were coming in here to study, and I was teaching nursing science. And then this one day, um, I turned on my Facebook, and this story came across my timeline. And that story was about a young lady, an older lady, who was in Staten Island, New York, doing an event. And it was about this, the black angels, uh, these nurses down in Staten Island, New York. And I immediately did not pay attention to it. I saw the title of the event and saw, you know, what it was, but I didn't click the event that day because I was, my mind was moving towards something else. So it really didn't grab me the first time I saw it. This is why I call it divine, because the very next day, it came across my timeline again. And so I clicked it this time. And it was a young lady who was doing an event at a museum in Staten Island. And I read the synopsis this time, and it talked about these African-American nurses. And I literally fell out of my chair. And I thought, what in the world? And I called that museum and told that lady who I was and that um, I wanted to speak to whoever this was who was doing this talk on these nurses. And she said to me, well, you know, I can't give you her information, but I will let her know that you want to speak to her. And that's what happened. Um, the museum called her and said, you know, there's this nurse who wants to know about this story. And the lady called me. And that's how Denitra Hampton became aware of that story. And then as divinity would have it, I had a friend who was doing uh, a video, branding video for me. And I said to him, you know, there's this story. And I was telling him about this story and he said, well, you just can't, you have to do something with that story. And that's how we ended up going to Stanton Island for about, off and on for about a year, because it took me about a year to do the documentary. But flying back and forth to Staten Island. And that's how it happened for me. I knew absolutely nothing about film, knew nothing about writing a script, knew nothing about narrating, but it, the process of it created something in me that has now formed an entire production company. That's why I use the word divinity for when people ask me about how I got into production, because it had nothing to do with me, but it had everything to do with that story choosing me. That's how I like to describe it. 
I, I find that amazing. I mean, you had no background in filmmaking, yet the story spoke to you so much that you felt like you had to immerse yourself in that area so that you could tell this story and share this story with others. And you, so said it, you said it better than I could have said. It. I mean, that is exactly what it was, Marion. I mean, it was just like, you know, you know what we do every day, whether we're doing it eight hours or 12 hours, that we're not thinking about filmmaking. <laughs> so, you know, the fact that this even, you know, just came to me, the energy of it, I knew that I had to tell the story. And because the universe made it easy for me to do, that was even more confirmation for me. And so now here we are with this fantastic story about the Black Angels, and in particular, the one that's in my film, Marjorie Tucker Reed. Um, it just is, and her family, her family is in the story, is in the film, and you know they were just um, ecstatic about me sharing the story. But it gave way to what I believe is going to be one of the signature pieces of who Denitra Hampton is as a nurse. Yeah, I, just, I find nurses amazing that we see something that we want to do, we see a problem, and there are no barriers. We always have ways that we can get to that solution. You know, I, I'm a big proponent of nurses as innovators, and I really feel like that is the in, innovator spirit, right? Like, it doesn't matter that you did not have a background in filmmaking, you were going to make that story. And so reaching out, collaborating with your colleague who um, is a, I guess, is a film producer, director, um, and then you know, going out and making that story. And now you have this production company um, that is making other films. I just find it incredible. And I'd love to hear more about the other films that you have worked on and are currently working on. So I know there was um, the African-American nursing experience and also now Year of the Nurse and Midwife. Could you talk a little bit about those films? Yeah, the, the African-American nursing experience is the first conversation. It's a cinematic conversation that has six episodes, and right now we're in production of the second one. The African-American nursing experience was about racism, and it, it, it is honing in on the historical piece of that, you know, where, where we were historically, and then, you know, where we are now, especially with all of the unrest that we are all facing right now. So I started a cinematic series that, like I said, is six parts. We're in production of the second one. And this one actually homes in the one that we're working on now. It's going to be about uh, nursing science and why diversity in that particular role um, is so important to helping us bridge the gap in health disparities. And so we're working on that right now as we speak. And... Um, the film Year of the Nurse and Midwife was a labor of love. I tell you, it probably, uh, besides the, the, the Black Angels, this doing the Year of the Nurse was much, made it much easier for me. Having gone through the Black Angels created, again, like I said, something very special. You know, it gave me the work ethic, the skills, the know-how, the things that I needed in order to make the Year of the Nurse. This is why I love uh, process in life so much. Because had I not did the Black Angels, I would not have been able to do the Year of the Nurse. But the Year of the Nurse is so powerful because it is a cultural narrative about nursing. 
And the African-American nurse does not have that documented about them. And I think over time, the more that we live in this profession, the more that we live this life, we are going to appreciate these films that are coming out of this production company. We're gonna to continue to go back and learn from them. We're gonna to continue to go back and recognize that a good thing is being done right now because we are documenting the African-American experience. And so the year of the nurse is just what that is. Although um, 2020 was designated year of the nurse and midwife by the World Health Organization who gave their blessing for this film and are in this film. Um, you know, we decide, and it is the, you know, the birth, birthday of our founding uh, mother of Florence Nightingale. I decided to do something very creative with the film. And although we are recognizing Florence Nightingale, I think every nurse knows who Florence Nightingale is. I just didn't believe we needed another total film about Florence Nightingale. And that's not, you know, my advocacy of the whole production company is to bring awareness to the contributions of African-Americans and minorities to this profession. So this film is a cultural narrative and I had some wonderful deans who championed this film. One of them is your dean, Dean um, Antonio Villarreal. She championed this film. You know, uh, Patricia Davidson from John Hopkins University, she championed this film. Dean Chevelle Lott from Hampton University, she championed this film. Dean Linda, Linda Sarner from UCLA, she championed this film. And the Regional Director of Nursing from the World Health Organization, Sylvia Casana, she championed this film. I had five champions who said to me, we believe in what you're doing with this film. And so we're going to contribute our, our expertise and our leadership to it. And I can't tell you how amazing that, that was for me to have those people say yes to me and say yes to the cultural narrative of this, this project. So the Year of the Nurse and Midwife film um, is going to give segue to so many other great projects that are coming out of the, the uh, production company. We have you know, that, and I am currently working on another feature film that's gonna be focused on infant mortality. And um, you know, I'm just really excited about, again, what the divinity of the Black Angels has done for not just me, but for the profession. I think that everyone is going to appreciate all of the great stories and great work that's coming out of the company. So it's no secret that the profession of nursing is a very white, female, cisgendered dominated profession. Why is it important for you to share these stories with the profession and with others outside of the profession? You know, I like to take myself out of that equation when people ask me that question, because I think um, your work has to have purpose. And for it to truly be in alignment with the bigger responsible picture, you can't just do it for yourself. You have to do it so that it, it, it has a voice, that it has, you know, what I like to call kela cells. You know, it, it, it inserts itself into people. And so the work that I, I'm doing, you know, if you don't know, this is a grassroots production. Nobody's funding this work. You know, I'm not 
you know, this comes out of my pocket. So it's important that I've always been a person that believes that you have to do the work. If I didn't tell this story about the black angels, it wasn't going to get told. If I don't tell this story about the people who are in the year of the nurse, no one's going to know who they are. And I can guarantee you, if you haven't seen that year of the nurse and midwife film, there are people in that film that you just don't know. And if I don't tell the story about the people that I am continually meeting as I move forward, I truly believe that nursing is not going to tell that story. So it's important for me, you know, not just for, you know, myself, but it's even more important for everyone else who's coming behind me so that they understand that nursing is huge, but we also have uh, a lot of other people who are contributing to the, the mammoth of who we are. And it's not just, you know, Caucasian people. It's a lot of people who have made us who we are. Uh, we boast and brag about being the most trusted profession in the world, but it is because of every single hand that has made us who we are. And a lot of that is not documented. And a lot of that comes from the African-American community. So it's important for me um, to do that. As a nurse and filmmaker now, do you think it's important that nursing programs or other nurses learn about these different storytelling mediums so that we can get our stories out to a broader audience? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, nurses, well, for me, I don't know if I would have been doing filmmaking had filmmaking not found me. I think it's important that you do work that it's going to make an impact because you are committed to that work. Um, oftentimes, one of the things, even as an entrepreneur, and I say this because a lot of times people want to do things because they see other people doing things. And this is the truth. But you have to do things in this life because you have been compelled or pulled to do them. And, you know, that's not always the case from everyone. But I think for me, filmmaking, I would not be doing it if it didn't choose me. And that's just my personal opinion. Um, so I think, you know, hoping that everyone would want to do filmmaking is not my it's not something that I would say. I would want people to do it because they have been called to do it. And that is for a bigger picture than just them, because it's not easy. And like I said, um, you know, storytelling and producing and all of that, it, it is great once you finish the project, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with being a producer. And um, trust me, um, having done the Black Angels and having done this stuff, when you learn about all of the particular things that come along with that, you have to really be sure that it's something that you want to do. And that's with everything. But I think answering your question, um, you know, I think that it really has to be something that you you want to do. If uh, our listeners wanted to watch your films, how can they access those? Um, Four Nurses by Nurses Productions, www.fournursesbynurses.org. 
Um, you can watch some of them uh, streaming them, and but the feature films, you have to host them, which means that um, those films have to be hosted by a library, uh, academic institution, a museum, or uh, an event. Well, Denitra Hampton, thank you so much for talking with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Hello, Marion. Hello, Angela. How's it going? Oh, it's amazing. How are you? I'm great. I so enjoyed my conversation with Denitra Hampton. It was super interesting. Yeah, she's such an amazing and interesting person. Her life has been a very windy trip to get her to where she is right now. And it was it was really, really interesting to listen to you, you two map it out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 21 years, I think she said, in the Navy, um, becoming a nurse after 16 years in the Nurse Naval Corps, and then retiring, not really sure what she was going to do, and then being inspired to really begin her career as a filmmaker by seeing this exhibit at a museum come across her social media feed. I mean, the inspiration, the dedication it takes to jump into something like that without having any background, I just find incredibly inspiring and uh, fascinating. I think it really speaks to the drive that people have to tell stories and to really share incredibly cool things with other people. And she specifically, her first documentary was about the um, Black Angels. So it was something that really spoke to her that she really wanted to share with everybody else. Yes. And she says, not only was it the drive to share stories, but stories of people who otherwise would not be told. She needed to tell these stories because if she didn't tell them, no one would tell them. And these are stories that, especially in the nursing profession right now, but even the general community at large, these are stories that need to be heard. In nursing, there is sort of this overarching generalized narrative of, you know, Florence Nightingale being the creator of nursing. But there were so many other nurses, and there are so many other nurses today who are leading the way in this profession, and their stories need to be told. And she's telling them. Amplify Nursing is hosted by Dr. Angela Rosa Donato and Marion Leary and produced by the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing, with special thanks to our Department of Information Technology Services for their assistance. Music for the podcast was created by Harper Leary. The podcast is made possible by the Krista and Rich Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Follow us on Twitter at Penn Nursing. Until next time. Keep pushing over, under, around, and through. We want to thank you for listening to the Amplify Nursing podcast and remind you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. And if you can do us a solid, please rate and review us as well. It will go a long way in amplifying our episodes.